Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is October 7th, 2021. The time is about 11.30. I'm ready in UPC. Does conduct Zoom conference calls. Has been conducting conference calls from 2011 to right now. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, show your face and let Gayatri know. Uh, If you're a newcomer, you've never asked, please let... um, You have to show your face and let Gayatri know you're a newcomer. Madhav Rao? Yes. Hi. Hello, Rahul Garu. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, uh-huh. If we use advanced payroll, do we lose H1 status while coming back from India? Not so- technic- Not technically, though. Not technically. Uh, but the H- H4 will definitely lose, though. H1 people can extend their H1B status even though they come on advanced parole. There is a memo that says that. So my wife and we both are on H1. Uh, We have to travel to India in next month. Uh, I don't see the stamping dates for us. Um, So uh, this is- Do you have children who are born in USA? Yeah, uh, my child, my my kids are born in US, so. Yeah, but why 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 are you in so love with the H1B though? Why do you want to go and put your neck in front of with a knife there in front of the consulate when you have an advanced role. See, my wife is a, a doctor here and so, uh, we, so don't doctors, boot, we don't know the so doctors. We can sacrifice the doctors better. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not um, like... So there are more harm if you maintain the H1B and H4 or H1Bs and the EAD. Every time you have to get the stamping, every time you uh, every time you have to extend the things, there are limitations on the H-1B. If your wife works at a different location, it's a problem. So I don't see any reason why you guys are in love with make immigration lawyers making money. But technically speaking about y- you, you can extend the H-1B once you come back and advance bro. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. But not H-4. h ones there is a memo, not H-4. Okay. Understood. But I would strongly advise if your I-140 is approved, I would yes. strongly advise to get rid of the H-1B. Okay. Get oh, out of the whole reason why you file the 485 when the final action date is not current is to get an EAD in which you don't use it. Doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, people don't, people do stupid things. And this is the stupidest thing that they do. And recently, yesterday, some of the companies that contacted me, one of the guy, the company is withdrawing the H-1Bs. The reason why the company is withdrawing the H-1B is they don't want these people to get into trouble. Understood. Okay. 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 Next person. Krish. 
Yeah, good morning, Rahul, sir. Yes. Yeah, my question is like, uh, actually, my father is a green card holder. So uh, if he sponsor me for a green card right now, how much time uh, will it take to get a green card for me? Right you now, need my to look is... into You need to look into the category called F2B. How F2B. old you said your age is? Yeah. Uh, my age is right now 27, sir. Are you married? No, sir, I'm single. You cannot get married before he gets his U.S. citizenship. If you get okay. it, the application will be thrown out. Okay. So you need to look into the category called F2B category, which is okay. backlog for Indian nationals for six years. Six years. Okay. So, for example, if we sponsor, like if we do the process right now, it may take around six years to get a green card for me, sir? That is right. In the interim okay. period, in the interim period, you cannot get married. Okay. And if so, by any chance your father becomes a U.S. citizen, then okay. you fall into a category called F, uh, you call into F1 category, which is actually more backlogged, which is December okay. 2014, surprisingly. Okay. But then if you get married, then it's backlogged to 2000. It's called F3. Then it's backlogged to 2008. Okay, so for example, if I married, uh, the application will be processed under F3. That's right. If, if you get married after your father becomes a U.S. citizen. Okay, okay. If you get married before your father becomes a U.S. citizen, the application will be thrown out. Okay. So generally, uh, the application will be processed if I not married under F2B, and it may take around six years to get a green card, six right? To, six to... Seven years or so, yeah, to file the 485 application, and then okay. it will take about one year for you to get the green card afterwards. Okay, so one more last question. Uh, right now, I'm on F1 status, sir. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm studying master's, and mm -hmm. actually, I'm in the, my first semester of master's, and mm -hmm. actually, uh, I have transferred to another university in the first semester itself. Uh, uh -oh. so, so, if I uh, travel to India in future, for example, no, not, not a good idea. Not a good idea. If you transfer the in the first semester, they don't consider. Which university did you transfer to? Uh, uh, I transferred to uh, like uh, Westcliff, sir. Yeah, I would not recommend you travel. If you okay. transferred in the first uh, first first semester, they don't like it. Okay. So, for example, if I tra uh, mm -hmm. if I travel to India, then I have to go for again for visa stamping, sir. Not not technically. You don't. When is your visa stamping expiring? Uh, it's uh, expiring in like 2026. You don't have to, but when you come back, you may have a trouble in the CBP. Okay, trouble in the CBP, okay. Next person, so, please. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Ali Mishra. Uh, hi, actually, I'm Sudhi. That's my wife's name. Anyway, uh, so my question is, um, recently I downgraded and the downgrade all are approved but actually my priority date is not yet current so mm -hmm. i am at the ead state and i received mm -hmm. the ead uh, along nice. with my family nice. and uh, uh, then uh, you know like uh, so i have a first of all you know i have a plan to travel india so how safe it is to travel and second thing is you know like you have you have an advanced parole that's correct uh, are you exempt from the travel ban because you have a children who is a yes. us uh, yes I, I have one children who is a us citizen I would say, I, I would say for you to travel on advance parole is extremely, extremely, extremely safe. 
I don't know. Okay. I've never seen any problem. Now okay. here is the here is some of the people who tell though that when they when you come into United States, they may tell you to isolate yourself. Okay, they will tell you to take a different room though. That's just a normal process. The reason is that they can't process advanced parole at the entry time, but that's not a problem. Okay, okay. even okay. if even if some U.S. citizens adopt babies from outside the country, they take to the same secondary thing. Okay, they also take the drug lots there too. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. And just one uh, one thing actually. Uh, earlier I was on EB two, so mm -hmm. uh, I mean now this EB one, EB two, and three are flipping, right? They're, I mean, of course, there is a of chance that you know, like it's changing the date. So let's say yes. you know my EB two priority got sooner than. Do I ha I have the option to? I mean, do I need to file again for eighty five? If you are working for the same company, no. For yeah, under all circumstances, you don't need to. For all circumstances, you don't need to file a four eight five. Okay. No circumstances, you need to file four eight five. Okay, I am working for the same company though. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, even if you move, yeah, you don't need to file a four eight five application again. Sir. Absolutely. If I move to another company, I don't need to file four eighty five. You don't need to file a four eight five, but you need to file a labor and I one forty. Oh, uh, labor and one I one forty. If I move to another company, I am already yes. EB, right? No, but if you want to move to EB two, then you need to file a labor and I one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If I want to continue on EB three, then I don't need to. Then, then you don't need to file a labor and I one forty. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Riaz. Hi. Thank you. Uh, I have a question about RFE and uh, raising SR. Uh, we responded to RFE for 485 uh, in July. Uh, there is what was the what was the RFE about? Uh, medical RFE. Good for you. Okay. Uh, so my question is, can I raise SR now based on the 60 days period after submission? And uh, does raising SR help in any way? Uh, um, you I, you can raise if you if they will allow you to raise. You can raise. Will it help? Maybe, maybe not. Does it harm? I don't think so. Okay. And any timeline of how long it takes to get the response for the SR? Anywhere between 30 days to two years. Okay. All right. Thank you. Vinay? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, good morning. Um, um, my previous company filed my uh, labor perm and uh, uh, October of 2020, we downgraded my application from EB2 to EB3. So it was already pending uh, 180 days on my 485, 140 was approved. So I decided to move on with a new company. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. So the new company offered me with the title of uh, vice president um, and it's, it's in the same or uh, similar field. Uh, but the perm that was there in uh, uh, that was filed in 2013 <clears throat> was a computer systems analyst with with some title as a project lead. So with this new title, uh, I see. I don't want to create ideas to the USCIS officials, though, because what does vice president mean? Technically, tell me that our office might have a vice president, a McDonald's might have a vice president, a a dry clean might have a vice president. Right, right, okay. right. I would want what what vice president you are. Tell me. Uh, in the IT side, software. Oh, the oh, wait, wait, wait. In the vice president, there is a vice president also. In uh, I thought we do have Kamala Harris. Okay. Um, so what are you? 
so so vice president in the id field for software so i would i would ah uh, so i want i want that description first and then in a bracket you can put vice president i would like to have that one because they need to know you are in the software field right, right i would like to eliminate the entire vice president if possible oh as a title is it mhm okay and and so let, let, let me tell you an example functional titles are different than the titles right you you guys give titles as architects in texas it's illegal to claim yourself to be an architect unless you have a license are you guys architect do you build buildings i don't think so so are you doing illegal things i don't think so why give a title that is misleading especially to in the purpose of the vice president so if you can possibly avoid that's good if not give the description and vice president in the bracket if not give the vice president for the technology at least that will be much better and then you can still keep the the old soc code as you know whatever was there it was 15 mm-hmm. 1121 i know you, yeah you can you can but i still try to do without the vice president if possible description in the vice president if not then vice president in the description in the bracket next so question can it please. be like can it be like computer systems analyst and in parenthesis as vice president because the previous mm-hmm. company put it as computer systems analyst and a project lead in the in the there previous. you go that looks much better for me so computer system analyst parenthesis vp and then the salary is almost double from what it was offered Doesn't in 2013 that's okay that's okay. Okay. Oh, okay 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 thank you so much appreciate harsha you have a pro- If you have a problem give some of that to me <laughs> i'm just kidding arsha go ahead hey hi rahul uh, this is arsha my h1b got picked this year in lottery and it got approved last month my client is willing to take me as a full time employee and they are a non profit organization so i choose my start date as october 18th so that i can uh, have my first h1 the profit h1 approved first before getting into non profit h1b so my question now is can i still use my profit h1b and do a second job with the same employer and a different client and wait, uh, so so wait when did you file the non profit h1b i haven't filed it yet but they are willing to file in next couple of weeks would they would would, would the non profit will be the second one or the profit will be the second one uh, i would like to choose the profit as a second one and non profit as my uh, primary job as soon as you get the receipt notice from the non profit mm-hmm. your for profit company need to file an amendment okay uh, and let them know that i'm changing my client or no 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 you're telling that you're let's say you're working for the university mm-hmm. you get the h1b receipt notice from the university okay and let's say this abc company file your h1b Mm-hmm. so for you to work for both the companies one company need to file a concurrent h1b is it right okay yes so, so you have the for profit organization file a concurrent h1b for you okay and then you can work for both the companies so in that case should i let both the employers know that i am doing a second no. project or you don't need to required? you don't need to only the for profit company you need to let know okay so um, because the amendment is being filed by the for profit uh, the one which i already have they are the people who need to let them know that it's a second project but that is need... exactly that is exactly right so does it matter if i first go ahead and just join the non profit uh, 
and once i get the non profit notice approval notice so i was told even the day i start applying as a non prof for the non profit h1b i can still continue working as a full time employee for them even though i yes. didn't, i didn't i doesn't i don't receive the approval notice uh, mm-hmm. so while filing the amendment should i already have a second project in hand so that they can transfer the client to the other one uh, or- uh, uh, yeah yeah they should have a second project the abc company should have the project in hand okay when you start working for the non profit when you get the receipt notice though mm-hmm. based on that you can file an amendment so okay. practically there don't need to be much break at all if there is any one day break is enough okay then the next question that pops up is that do you need a h1b approval from non profit organization to file an amendment with abc inc no receipt notice is good enough okay next person please actually i'm sorry i i i lost you go ahead waiting for your question sir arsha i'm waiting for your question sorry uh, i lost your connection in between uh, i couldn't get the second part of uh, what you have told me sorry. while when you file a h1b with the receipt notice of the non profit organization let's say you're going to join them mm-hmm. on october 18th you get the receipt notice okay. you take the receipt notice to your current company tell them okay. to file an amendment based on okay. the fedex tracking number you can start working on october 18th for both the companies at the same time okay but uh, i don't have a second project in hand yet so can i just choose to file the non profit at a later stage or uh, do the amendment at a later stage wait wait if the non non profit you have a project is right yes that uh, that's the current client i'm working for so for profit you don't have a client is right yes yeah whenever you get a project you can file it you don't okay. have to file it immediately you can file it one month 10 months 20 months later on also okay so meanwhile while i'm working for the non profit there is nothing for me to do to just drop it so i that, so i have the duration of the 5 year 11 month whatever is still available for the profit the 6 years is for both combined there is nothing like this one and that one Oh so it's not separate it's like combined no, two combined okay. next person please thank you Gayatri next person hello yes go ahead sorry go ahead uh, hi raghav thanks for this calls uh, so i have a question about h4 and h4 ead my wife uh, is on h H4 AD and it expired like few months ago, and we applied for extension of H4. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, I changed the job and I got H1 for three years, and uh, I want to apply the EAD again for her. So for the application, she actually is planning to get stamping in India like this month end. Uh, she has a mm-hmm. date. If that is the is case, she, is it? Is best? she exempt from the travel ban? Yes, she is. Okay, she is. Uh, is it better to just file the EAD now, or should I just wait for her to come back and then file it? Like, because I I would do one thing. I'll file H four H four and EAD extension right now again. H four extension already filed. Yeah, because it expired like three four months ago, right? Ah, so you're just uh, yeah. So you're trying to see if she should file right now, but yeah. that H four extension was filed with the previous companies, right? No, even. even the current company has the extension filed yeah why didn't they file the ead then they said they'll not file the ead 
okay good file the ead right now for sure file the ead because i was reading that when she, when i when she gets stamping out of my h1 right there'll be new like it's a new i94 and everything right mm-hmm. so okay. that's a issue like so does the h4 have to be approved for this h4 ead to get approved right so this h4 might take an year which is extended no, I here you, i will tell you i will tell you what to do first yeah. apply the ead right now let her okay. go get the h4 h4 stamping come back file an ead again whichever comes first you take it okay okay uh okay but but you are saying generally until the h the only approved h4 will get the ead right that's what the usual scenario is that is right but who knows sometimes okay. approval might come in two months why Nowadays, take chances okay there are some there are some circumstances that come faster so that's the reason i don't want you to take chance file an ead right now once she mm-hmm. comes back file an ead again so the question i told you right i extended 3 months ago with the old h1 which was expiring and But you said you already filed with a new new, new company right so should yeah. i withdraw the old one or it's not really needed no don't withdraw anything just keep keep both alive keep both the things yes okay anyone okay. will go through okay okay yeah. uh, thanks a lot for your answer thank you next person please hello um hey rahul yes Nan. yes so i have a situation here where we have a new h1 uh, this is for my sister so she has a new h1 um, i mean technically not a new h1 basically she had a h1 few years back uh, but she never joined the company no i mean she was with that company but she has not come to us basically so in that situation we filed uh, uh, i mean uh, an employer from i mean in us who filed her uh, h1 now and the petition is now approved now she has a new petition that's approved but remember the old h1 she has never come to us now she has a new brand new h1 so which is valid for 3 years her petition was approved in a day so now the situation is she want to go for the new, the new h1b that is approved is that in the new quota or is it they considered it as exempted they they, they we we filed for a new quota they said i mean lottery didn't go through then we filed as a as a as a um, like like as if it's a h1 transfer cap exempt it worked out basically hms is it this is it the same company that filed it or is it a different company new company it's a new company um and oh really okay yeah well i have we we, we have noticed it that it happens sometimes but yeah i mean uh, so that, that's a good news part of it but now the tricky part of it is she want to go for stamping in india uh, but now as you know there is travel ban so what we did is uh, she tried for stamping when she tried for stamping last week um, you know they said you know you that you are not eligible and it's still part of travel ban so that's what they said uh, she well, went for she, does, does she have a children who are born in usa no 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 she she was she's subject there. to she she's she travel she's subject to travel ban how is she exempt from the travel ban yeah, I mean, she has i mean she, the employer i mean she is one of those critical five services that she the the, the h1 was part whoa, whoa, of one whoa, 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 wait, wait. just because i buy a lottery doesn't mean i'm getting 235 million dollars just because the employer says that is she's a critical doesn't mean that she's a critical i agree so that's why they said you know you are part of the travel exempt and so basically they said come back when you are when you have it ready or in other words when travel ban is not there for stamping okay okay so now my question now my question part comes in so like uh, you know if she has uh, if she has to get stamped should she get stamped only in india or should can she get stamped in like 
like like dubai sri lanka somewhere else no dubai sri lanka does not allow people for third third country nationals to apply for the visa it's only mexico and it's only uh, mexico and uh, canada that allows though got it so if she has to go for stamping other than india she can go to mexico or canada uh huh okay. yeah but should there be any the, the, the appointments are very very restrictive there and they keep cancelling them when you say very restrictive it's basically they say that the appointment is there and then when the date comes in they cancel it that's you're that's absolutely right you're absolutely right so then the the only thing is wait till things things get better uh, because when we are going on to the website right now when we are trying to it is it is still calculating us to do interview exemption because it asks did you had a previous h1 yes we have a previous h1 we have blah 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 all the all the five or six questions it asks did you wait wait did, did your wife had a previous h1 be stamped in the passport this is not for my wife uh, yeah previous h1 we were stamped for my sister this is for my sister yes the previous h1 we were stamped in the oh, passport oh come on you're getting confused. i'm getting confused between your wife and your sister right now sorry, sorry. let's go to the next next person please okay so yeah so that's two questions yeah two questions of person please next person please so so basically should we what should we do here i mean I, you didn't answer me yet so what should we do so 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 she she has to wait until the exemption uh, the the travel ban is lifted or she has to go to mexico and canada and come back into stamping into this okay country. so in india but the that app right that that us travel docs app says that you are eligible for interview waiver so should we go for interview waiver because there is again her husband joining into this application now so wait. that's why her husband is you god i'm talking about my sister sir okay sorry i i the next person please one person at a time next person Hi. this is my first time i'm calling uh, sure. so uh, uh, i'm i'm on initial opt for for this year, for this year but my h1 got approved like uh, two months back currently my employer is not giving the approval copy for me even to uh, to get license or somewhat so may i know how to get the copy or uh, if i want so to so you 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 have the h1b approval and and he's not giving you the copy yes and are you working for the company yes yeah file a freedom of information that's number 1 okay um i want uh, I, and I, at the same time there's something called wh4 mm-hmm. um and wh4 can you type it please wh4 department of labor file a complaint with the labor department that this guy is not giving and i don't know the salary and uh, I, and so i can't make it out he did not give you the lci either okay and and, and you can uh, even complain to the uscis also about this and okay. you can file a, a freedom of information with uscis okay so will it become any problem for me No I don't think so because that guy is in trouble you need to you need to take that guy into big trouble I mean like if I want to change the company like the the does the approval copy should be there If you have the freedom of information it takes about 3 weeks for you to get it mm-hmm. you can use that to go to a different company Yeah and one last question so my employer like currently I'm working in the internal project so I got a client project recently they are about to file the amendment yesterday I got the amendment letter in that it says like if I withdraw any I mean like if I come back from the client it says like it's equal to the liquidity damages I need to pay $20,000 I asked them I won't sign unless you remove that clause 
so do i need to uh, sign or, or or should i ask them to remove the clause and don't say don't sign it now they are telling like uh, uh, your house address has been changed uh, the current office location is in this place but uh, we need to file amendment for you so we need to do amendment as as soon as possible i said like i'm not going to sign so what is the case here if i don't sign don't sign the contract man don't okay. send the contract consult a lawyer okay? okay don't send a contract okay okay yeah. next person please yeah uh, if i if i sign the contract can i leave the company without paying don't sign the contract man don't send the okay. contract before you contact a lawyer okay next person please hi uh, rahul can you hear me yes go ahead yes yeah so um, so on september 24th uh, i got a call from the uscis field office to submit my medicals Mm -hmm. And the uh, the officer itself called me, and she said she's sending the RFE response, but not to wait for it. If I have my medicals ready to come and submit it directly, mm -hmm. I did not have my medicals. My date was not current, uh, but I I rushed, got my medicals, and uh, I went to the field office and submitted it. I had not gotten the RFE hard copy by then when I submitted the medicals, but I put in all my details, the A number, receipt number. And the cover letter in that uh, package, I dropped out. Smart thing, smart thing. You did smart thing, okay? Yeah, but once I dropped it and came back home, then I got the RFE letter uh, for requesting for medicals. Can you go to the doctor and get a one more document signed, as if it's been signed before? I can do that, but uh, my question is, how long should I wait? I mean, the uh, status on the website is still uh, USCIS is still showing that RFE response sent. Sorry, RFE uh, evident, uh, whatever RFE sent. But how do I make sure that my medicals have been tied to my file? I because don't I dropped care. It. I don't care. I want you to send one more medicals to the RFE right now. Okay, and not drop it off in person. Just send no. It to your you already mail. dropped off in the persons, right? Right. I already dropped. Now it you off. send in mail. You do two. Okay. Don't take any right. chances. I don't care. Your five hundred dollars is gone. All right. Now, a doctor okay. said she can give another one. So that's fine. Oh, that's even better. Okay. Yeah, Next can and I last person. I yeah, actually have one more quick question. So uh, me and my wife got our EADs, uh, but my son hasn't gotten got it as yet. Uh, he was not born yeah, yet. This is, so this is what happens common, if we travel uh, on uh, advanced parole because my son does not have it. Like if oh, I you go, are going to travel on advanced parole. What about your son? How is he going to travel? No, he has an H uh, uh, H four uh, stamping on the on the. When is it the stamping expire? When is it stamping expiring? Uh, next uh, July twenty two, July twenty two. sometime. yeah, but the problem is you're traveling, you're coming back an adjustment of status. You move yeah, that's exactly adjustment of status. He cannot come back an H four. Don't travel. Wait until it he, he comes in. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, um, next, last caller, guys. I have another conference call at twelve o'clock that I need to attend. Last caller today. Hi, Arash uh, Gowda. Hi. Yeah. Uh, hello. Hi, Rahul sir. Hello. Yes. Can you Yeah. Yes, so I, I just, I just want to know, like, uh, I have my uh, I-140 downgrade approved. I have the um, EAD and AP and all. So if I, if I, if I uh, become unemployed, uh, uh, how, how long I can be unemployed, and how is it uh, different compared to being unemployed in uh, H-1B? I would want you to find some company that at least can give you ten dollars per hour job. Can you find it? You're an IT guy. 
Yeah, I can, but I'm just asking for the worst case. Well, why don't you do this? What I tell you, why uh-huh. this is the worst case? If you can do it, why why play at the edge of a knife? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Can you not find a ten dollar job? But in a software field. Uh, but uh, the, the, they should be able to file the I four eight five J and all, right? I no. You find you are moving from company A to company B. Yep. Okay. Company may B can have a ten dollar job. When you move from company B to company C, we can you can file a four eight five J with company C. Oh, okay. 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 Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, by the time see, uh, when, when it comes for education, uh, to be in uh, company C, we just filed I four eight five J. There you go. Okay. 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 In that way, you avoid the problem. Got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Sorry, I couldn't handle all the people. Um, uh, I have another conference call. I have to leave. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.